I am Cameron Crump, and you are listening to The Abandoned Church Boys, brought to you by Resonate Media Production, National Benevolent Association, The Disciples of Christ, and Unconventional Faith Community. What do you think about when you hear the word faith? We often hear Hebrews 11 and 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Merriam-Webster defines faith as an allegiance to duty or a person, such as loyalty, a belief and trust in and loyalty to God, belief in traditional doctrines of a religion, and my favorite, a firm belief in something for which there is no proof, clinging to the faith that her missing son would one day return is the example sentence which I love. Another definition that I love is something that is believed, especially with strong conviction. Many individuals, to me, limit their faith due to traditional beliefs that they have learned and some being cavalier or elitist in their religion. We cannot encourage individuals to let God be God, and then we don't allow individuals to be their full authentic selves and navigate life off of their own experiences and firm beliefs of who they feel they are or who they are meant to be. If we are going to let God be God, and God had a hand in creating the individual that some are so pressed to change using tradition then why wouldn't we allow individuals to explore faith more freely? Is this because many actually feel the tradition to be real, not just for themselves, but must be applied to everyone and their faith must be watched over or guided? Is it because they haven't reached their own full potential with faith? Therefore, they cannot see it in others or feel they must limit others to who and where they are themselves. Reflecting on my own relationship with faith, I think to myself, when and where did it begin? How did it develop and grow into this dependable companion that helps me elevate and grow and keep going in the midst of my different struggles in daily life? I can't see it. I can't touch it. But internally and mentally, I can feel it. And I am sure if you have ever had something great happen to you that you believed at one point would happen before it happened, you can relate. You see, faith is interesting. It cannot be bought at a store off the shelf where you can watch it, feel it like fruit, and then watch it ripen off the shelf later on at home. You can't borrow it like money from a family member or close friend or bank. You can't beg for it or steal it. Faith cannot be developed in a lab, and although a mustard seed is used as an allegory for faith and how much you mentally need, it cannot be planted in the ground and then grown and turned into many faiths for others to pick from. You are the seed. It is not something that we can go down the aisle of Costco and then we can sample it first and then decide if we want to buy it and take it home and share with others and then tell them where we got it from. Like I said, we are the seed. From my experience, faith makes the impossible possible. 
which all the time is not easy. Faith diminishes fear. This means that even though things aren't simple, having faith in yourself, some determination and willingness to go through the process makes it all possible. Faith makes things possible, not easy. I ask you, how big is your faith? Using your faith, I also ask you, how big is your God? God will only be who your faith believes him to be. If your faith, belief, and mind put God in a box, then God will stay in that box. As a self-affirmed, black, same, gender-loving man, navigating the world with this duality has been interesting using my faith. As a black gay male, I struggle with what life would have been like if I had grown up in an atmosphere that was safe for a black gay son, a space that is open, inclusive, and loving of all persons, no matter their race, sexuality, or gender. Many other queer black men, both young and old, and queer individuals in general experience the daily trials that I have overcome in today's pluralistic world. However, my narrative is unique. My life's a journey based on the foundation of faith and my love for God. Despite the duality of growing up black and gay, along with being male and apostolic in a white suburb, I was able to find my own niche in the world. And those experiences helped me develop my faith and understand later down the line that faith belongs to me and no one else. I remember being young and raised with the steeple over my head in a home with my mother and father who were and are pillar members of the church in the apostolic faith and had roles as an evangelist and a minister under my grandfather. Spirituality was and remains at the forefront of our relationship, but through my own faith, I have been able to live, experience, and see a change that I had faith in. We did not communicate about sexuality, and the conversation around sex was abstinence. As a result, I can't speak for my two older brothers, but I did not feel safe within our home to converse about heavily taboo subjects like sex. And at 15, I found myself very depressed and suicidal. In hindsight, I wonder what my life would be like now. Where would my faith be now if I grew up in a safe space, a space that would educate, empower, and enrich me as a young black queer man strong in my faith? Instead, I grew up in a battlefield. Within my home, I struggled with my sexuality. Outside of my front door was a white suburban neighborhood that I was not wanted in. And essentially, my spirit was saturated with religion and spirituality while my black body was subjected to injustice. Thus, my mind became centered on justice and faith. As a young man exposed to the duality of my blackness and queerness, I am constantly ridiculed for my inclusive beliefs, sexuality, and how I feel that justice and spirituality and faith all intersect. What I understand to be one of today's most critical issues with faith and religion, and let's be clear, there are many, but just to reflect on it in terms of my own theological perspective and experience, 
It is sexuality and gender identity. Although the world is progressing and many are becoming allies and taking advantage of teachable moments, there is still that sense of, (laughs) we hear it all the time, I love you, but not the sin. We are living among tolerance, and I believe one sexuality and gender identity should not be tolerated, but celebrated, supported, and used as an opportunity to learn through storytelling and testimonies. I reflect on how individuals, a part of my own family and faith, chose to tolerate me. The tolerance came from being a family member and growing to feel that I was being used for my gifts or my speaking and singing in homophobic sanctuaries. I spent a lot of years throughout my youth having to constantly prove my sincere love for God and faith to individuals that were my superior. Worshiping God in an atmosphere that required proof caused me to question my relationship with God because I was allowing the beliefs of my parents, pillar members, and other church individuals to dictate how I see God and faith and how he was or who he is to me. This is a narrative that is shared throughout various communities around the world. Due to these pious beliefs, many individuals are not just allowing members of the church to shift how they perceive faith, but it is also causing them to interrupt and terminate their personal relationships in their faith and many other believers to suicide. This is a critical issue because it is causing faith communities to lose soldiers, leaders, activists, and ministers that have a calling, a purpose, a heart for people and living, not religion and not authoritative ruling. Many of us have experienced church hurt, and from that hurt we left to never return. Little did you know your faith followed and trailed behind you because it never belonged to them. It belongs to you. It is your faith. With faith, you can create an infinite number of possibilities without the people that harmed you. This podcast is here to encourage you and uplift individuals that need the encouragement and need to know no matter how you choose to show up in the world, no matter how you choose to live, Whether a mansion on the hill or a tiny home in the desert or forest, alone or with others, spiritually creating new practices that work for you or indulge in practices that are familiar and traditional, know that faith is yours and no one's opinion, whether close to you or far from you, can control it or have a say in the matter. It is up to us to keep our minds on how we choose to live and meditate on how we see ourselves and how we are seen and loved by the God we serve. Whether we twerk and dance to Beyonce's Renaissance Church Girl or we twerk and dance to John P. Key, faith is yours. Go within yourself and claim it. Throughout this podcast, I will be joined by my co-host, Devon Johnson, better known around as Mr., and we will discuss various topics about daily life from a theological perspective. We will have special guests sharing their testimonies, weighing in on what is happening around us and within us, all with the goal to equip you, our listeners, with strategies to help you build, nurture, and own your faith while trumping oppressive theology. For now, here is an encouraging song I play every day to keep me going. 
Here is Fred Hammond keeping my mind from the 1996 gospel album, Spirit of David. Be blessed and may your faith be nurtured and grow. Such a sweet communion as every day I seek your face Knowing that your best for me is wherever you are You can speak life in me and take me up on ego's wings And all day long I think of these things Lord Yeah. 
Crump, and you are listening to The Abandoned Church Boys, brought to you by Resonate Media Production and Unconventional Faith, along with National Benevolent Association and the Disciples of Christ. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.